Hey, this is Kim. And this is Christina. And you're listening to What's the Beef? Hey there. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about today, Kim? We are talking about our friends. What about your friends? What about your friends? So, hope you get your cocktails. What y'all drinking tonight? We just tried some some, some of the nastiest. (laughs) (laughs) It needed some help. The nastiest plum flavored vodka. I don't know what brand it was. It was a very pretty bottle. So I was like, why not? And now I'm saying, why? <laughs> why did I do it that? It was good for a mixer. That, that's all that Yeah, matters. so we had to add all kind of whatever we had handy. And, you know, we made it work. So let's get into it. Get your cocktails and let's. Let's talk about it. We're talking about friends. So. I guess the real thing is when we say friends, do we put our friends in different categories? Do we say friends, work friends, co-worker friends? We're know. using the word loosely. Okay. Because it's friends, associates, co-workers, extended family, whatever it is. Just people we deal with. So. Okay. So I know for me, especially now these days um you know you might have a different couple of different friend groups oh yes you know oh yes even not necessarily co-workers maybe you're in organizations True. or you know any type of different type of affiliate groups, groups your or, workout friends your yeah, co-workers anything. your you know garden club your book club <laughs> any of your groups of friends I don't. Do you have a bunch of different groups of friends? Um, I have a couple. You um, did for a long time throughout my life. It, I just had. I was very had a very. I mean, of course, you have your coworkers. Right. Right. <laughs> so I would say outside of my coworkers, I had very a very small, small group, group of friends, and I didn't really let a lot of new people in until I got older and everything. Especially since when I moved, when I left Kansas City and moved to Texas, you got to be open. Because, you, yeah. You know. Which oh, help me help me move that way. So now I would say I'd ha- I have a couple of different friend groups. I guess I do too. Yeah, I mean I know I do. Um, my my mom and my sister always tell me that I collect people. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and, and and you know it's, my part of your collection. Bitch. <laughs> listen, let I'm me try to let me in on the secret. <laughs> I have really honestly tried to, and it started out as a, you know, it was like a little joke because I, you know, I associate with a lot of people, even though I don't really care for people. I don't really like a lot of people, but I have people around. And so my sister would always say, Stina, like you collect people. And I never really, like we, it was just, we laughed about it and we kept it moving, but we never really like dove into like, what do you mean? Like, how, what do you mean I collect people? So now I don't take offense to it. It just, you know, I well, get it. What do you it. think it means? What do you, do you think it just means you're 
good people, so people attract to you. I you I or? think that is what it means. I think it's and it's because I don't really like claim a bunch of people. Like I don't claim them. They're they're people, and I hang out with people, but I don't know that they hear me say like my friend. Like I don't mm-hmm. have like best like a best right. friend. They like nobody has like a title. <clears throat> they're just you know people, people that that you hang with. that I hang with from yeah. time to time and and I feel like I've never been a person that could have like a bunch of friends like a group you know there you have like yeah. a close friend group mm-hmm. I've I've I couldn't be that because it's it takes a lot of energy for me like to be around people like it literally drains me I have to go home and like recoup and like so you know you introvert. introvert. introvert and again my sister would be like how you're like you're such a social butterfly and I'm like bro but that takes a lot of energy out of me like I don't thrive in that space Mm. I want to go home and like get under the covers because I can't do it I can see that yeah I'm like super shy like I'll just be real low-key in a lot of areas so you know but I will go I'll go out if I'm asked I'll show up but energy 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 so have you always been like that or just as a belt or you kind yes i believe that i have i didn't know what it was back then but now i know it's because yeah people take a lot of my energy and also like i feel like not to sound cocky but i really do feel like my time is like a present <laughs> what? like my presence is. is a gift <laughs> It's valuable. <laughs> to people. And it's because I do value my time in my presence. And it's not just me. Like, I value other people's time Absolutely. in their presence. Like, I really, truly appreciate when people show up for things. So, you know. So, you try to especially do the same energy. I try to give the same energy, you know. You. But friends, yeah. I can only have, like, one good friend at a time. Because mm. women, you know, we some motherfuckers. Like, we are hard to deal with. Different personalities. and Yeah, you get... You know, when especially when I was um, growing up in high school and everything, we did have a large, it was a lot of group of, of us girls and friends, and it was a lot. It was messy. Yeah, that's see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was a lot of mess, and, you know, he say, she say. It's too and many personalities. Click three or four, click up here. Mm-hmm. I went through all of that, and then. It was just still kind of like you said, even if you even amongst three or four, there might still be some, you know, mm-hmm. unless you all have the exact same type of personality. True. Nobody's going to get offended if somebody don't call back right away. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, I'll read a text and won't respond or something. And so I need friends that understand that that's just who I am. It, it's not a reflection of our friendship. That's just my personality. But do you not think that's rude sometimes? It can be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can be. <clears throat> and I make a judgment call. I make a judgment call on so what, is it what are you texting off me what, about. what it's about? So you prioritize. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, have you ever thought that maybe your girlfriends, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Shout out to all the, the women out here, especially single women dating. Here's how I feel about some of that stuff is I'm already dealing with getting ghosted by men. I don't want to get ghosted (laughs) by friends. No, I feel you. I feel you. Okay, (laughs) what what constitutes a ghost? Like, if I don't respond in five minutes, like, the next day, like, how long are you? (laughs) How much? By the end of of the the day. day. (laughs) 
You know, especially if it's, or even the next morning or something, if it was later in the day, I'm not that particular. But if two or three days go by and, and you I haven't said, said nothing, nothing. Damn, Kim. Have it, I, I feel like I may have done that. You have. Oh, damn. <laughs> but it's okay. Because I, I'm not a person that takes things personally. Personal. Okay, good. Good, good. You know, I'll address them before I take them because maybe I'm okay. receiving something that maybe isn't. So I always like, but you know, I mean, please do. But no, but I mean, I think because that side of it also shows someone's value in your life. If you don't, because texting only well, takes two true. seconds. That is true. A, a like, an okay, a, an emoji is literally a second or two. So. That's true. Sometimes it can also be perceived as you don't really give I'm a not damn. high value in your life, which damn. is fine because right. you know, especially if you got a husband, kids, you know, shit, you that happens. I, but you know, you got to think of it from that way. Okay, I mean, I I get you, I get you. But if this is this is my reason, okay, because I think I think, I don't think this would. Our episode is supposed it's to be not, about, but not. this is a good conversation. It is it, okay. We gonna we gonna switch to what we're no. supposed to be talking about. Keep in on a, going, in a girl. I'm, but I'm, I think I think too deeply about my response um, that I can't give it to you right then and there. Like, uh, and then shit like, happens, and next thing you know, you I may damn, have forgotten I forgot about it. Not, no, one hundred percent, totally understandable. Because I am not a big fan and I do it, so I get it. But I'm not a big fan of, like, the like. You know, iPhones, you got the like and the heart and the... I'm, I might misinterpret. Because is so subjective to... It really is. Who's actually reading it right. and how they perceive it being read or they're reading I mean, it at the time. I got I think it. I think gotcha. I think too deeply into it. So I have to, you know, it takes me a moment to get the appropriate words in some time, in some text. And so I just end up. And it becomes too much energy. It kind of does. <laughs> and you're I'm like, like I, I'll do it later. I'll do it and then later. Next or or know, like, like, okay, I'm, I got to call her on that. It'll mm. be something like that. You know, it's not, I can't text. I, I, I got to call her. But I don't have her, the time right now. I can't now, call her right so now. It's, it'd be too, it'd be too I mean, much. I, that's totally understandable. It'd be too much. But so, yeah, just so you know, Kim, <laughs> you are very high value in my life. No, I mean, and I mean, but I'm because you're not the only friend that might do that. That does that? Okay. And not, and to be honest, I don't really even text a lot of my friends. Most of us have Pick conversations. Up the phone yeah. So I think sometimes I have to think about that too, because even though we don't text, you know, friends will call me and sometimes I don't call them back to the next day. Mm, mm-hmm. But again, I kind of, you know, I had to like check myself and think, okay, well, what's the difference between the phone call and a text? It's because a text, I can text you real quick. Two yeah. or three seconds of phone call means I have to actually take time or be in a space or place to talk to To make you. that phone call. And then for me with the phone calls is that there's very few people in my life that I'm going to get on the phone with, and it is a quick conversation. True that. Like, you already know. <laughs> Four hours We're going to be on the thing for hours. <laughs> I totally so, understand you like, let me call her when I got time to when sit When we got time to just sit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, it's, there's some rhyme and reason to, you know, the, the text conversations and phone conversations and all of that. But I don't, I mean, you know, I hope that anybody else that I've done that to, they don't take it as a reflection of how I feel about you. Because I love y'all. 
love you. But you know, that's, that is a good thing, especially nowadays the way social media is. And, you know, do you have any friends, online friends, friends that you would consider? That I only communicate with online? Yeah. Yes, quite a few. Really? I collect them. <laughs> According to my sister. <laughs> okay. So, okay. No. So, okay. So, what it is, is they, they it'll be like an old so co-worker like, okay, or so something. someone that you've known in person. Right, right. And right. now the only time you communicate is online. online. Yes. So, is it constantly? Like, do you communicate private no. message, message or is it just more of... Interaction with posts. Yeah, if I post like something, gotcha. they may, may not. I have yeah. those too. I have those too. People that I'll probably, you know, it's a good chance I won't ever see you again in real, in you know, in person. Yeah. It just, you know, you just become my Facebook friend or my TikTok friend or whatever. And that's fine too. Like, because chances are, if you were my coworker, we probably didn't have much in common. Yeah. Because I'm definitely not like outside of work, Christina. Oh, different so person is <laughs> code switching like a yes. What a... So, for some of our listeners who may not know, what exactly does that mean? Um, I mean, I think it, there's there's variations. I think I, to I, it. I I think I do it too in a sense. I think we. I don't. Well, I don't know. I can't I say mean, we all do it, but I think probably. Not I think we've everybody. had this conversation before, the way we. It's just yeah. kind of based on who you're talking to. But for at work, what would you say it was for you? For me, code switching um, is you're only going to get a small portion of my actual personality. Like my mm. actual real life, you're, you're only going to get so much of it. Like when I was in corporate, the code switch was the changing of tone. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, again, you, you still not going to get the full, you know, I can't give you all of my whole life. Like, I there for a while, I had a, a thing where we can't even be Facebook friends or any type of social media friends until we no longer work together. Me too. Yeah, because you don't need I mean, to know that part of me just Up yet. until my, probably my current job. I was always like that. Like, I don't want y'all knowing yeah, no, what I got girl. going on. You might see something. You don't need to know about You me. don't need to know about that. I don't trust y'all with my life. You know, people, there's a lot of... And then you're still selective with who, even after yes. working. There was one girl who wanted to know so badly what goes on. Like, what is Christina like outside of work? That she was just like almost she, very close to begging like, friend me, friend me, friend me. I sent you a friend request. I sent you, like, on all of them. She's like, I found you on Snapchat. Found you on Facebook. Found you on Instagram. Found, like, all of them. And I would, there. we still were, like, in. we worked together, like, every day. So there mm. wasn't, like, a real reason why you should. I shouldn't friend you shouldn't, her. Or you should. But I didn't like her. Like she was, she was a racist ass white lady. But of, of course, I'm at work, so I'm not gonna just be like, I'm not gonna call you out. I probably should have, but I don't like you. I don't want you to know anything about my life. But she was just like, I friend, I want you. I, you know, I requested da 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 da, and I'll be like, Oh, really? Oh, I don't see it. Like I can't find you, <laughs> bitch. You are blocked on everything. Like 
I can't find you. You can't like, it got to the point where I was like, I just have to block you on everything. Cause she was like, accept my request, accept my request. And I'm like, I'm never going to accept your request. So did so, she not, she did not have no idea that you didn't like her. You just basically put on this big front because you were yeah. at work and you had to. Had, I got to work with you. So yeah. yeah, no, I could not. I mean, I've had them too, where mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to be friends with you outside of work. I don't even like your ass. Right. <laughs> I feel like if she was in tune to any type of uh, anybody else's feelings and emotions, like she was, uh, to me, it seemed like you're very self-centered because mm. there, I wasn't overly friendly with you to where you would think that we're, we're good. I just wasn't mean to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I oh, wasn't. Oh, was she just being nosy because you weren't letting her. Yeah, you I know, mean, some it, of it them get real too. nosy if they don't. You, you know, just be real curious and just right, want to see not, what's going on. You know, you don't have all pictures of your life and you're not talking. Because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, sometimes you get with, you know, co-workers and they'll spill their whole life yes. story to you. Yes. You know. I think she was a miserable, miserable, unhappy in her marriage woman and was looking to find things in other people. Like, mm. I think that she thought that my life was I don't know I think she had some fairy tale version in her mind of what my life was because she would only hear about the things that I would have to tell them like I'm going to be at a work oh what are you going to do I'm going on a trip you know oh. it, you know so she had this and I'm not I'm not coming into work miserable I'm not coming into work with my issues and problems and things like that so they didn't get that and so she thought that they, it was some type of fairy tale and I would sit and listen to her talk about you know her husband and watching him on all the cameras and all this shit and his issue or, you know, he talking to this girl at work and just all kind of stuff. And so I think that she was just kind of trying to find something maybe to either make herself feel better about her own situation or to make herself feel better that, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. But nonetheless, I had to block her because I got tired of hearing about. So did you have any coworker friends that you were like cool with that you did like let in or yes. were most of them? Now were yeah. they all, were they black, white, Hispanic? Mm-hmm. You're all well, black. All of them black. Um, any white? I mean, where do you meet your white friends? Um, <laughs> they, I guess you would say, <laughs> If okay, so I mean, if we're asking you, you got you've had white friends. Okay, so, so where where would you meet? Would you would you if you're not meeting them at work because you're not really letting so people in? I've where had would you... white Facebook friends like that. I used to work. They used to be coworkers that turned into Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. But we, I wouldn't say that they cultivated into like a actual friendship. friendship. And then I've had friends that I've met through like my kids parents or kids moms or something like that or yeah some type of sport Mm -hmm. or something like that um that some of them turned into really good friendships some of them was just i mean they fizzled what fizzle away some of them were like bitch fuck you bitch fuck you too yeah yeah (laughs) and it was you know so but there, I think there was only really only one that actually became a really good, good, good friend. Um, but other than that, you know, Kim, you my only white friend, bro. 
I believe. Mm-hmm. Do I have any other white friends? Um, I think at one point she might have. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so again, and how did you meet them? I mean, are, are is the, that was yeah through, through the through the kids through the kids and then through another friend like through and you so know. we met through another friend right basically. yeah yeah. So, and, you know, they either, they either take off or they don't. And I'm, you know, I would like to think that I don't have any beef with anybody. I don't think. I don't think I have any beef with anybody. But, you know. So why would you say I'm your only white friend? Do you feel, is it, do you feel like if you're out some, like if you're at work or something, would you just not have the desire I like are you forced to be in situations with other white people then you kind of determine that hey she's cool I might I'm open to her. any friendships or is it more or less like if I'm not forced in that situation it's probably not going to happen I'm just I'm speaking I mean, you know like if you're in a work environment sometimes it's like you know you like I'm telling like I'm open to any friendships whatever race i'm open to all whatever they happen if they happen organically if they happen gotcha. organically if we have stuff in common if we can have an organic conversation about whatever if you are non-judgmental because again you're going to see a different side of me outside of work so if i feel like you are a non-judgmental person that i can cuss and go have drinks and you know let my and hair I down can hold my situation or past or anything right right so and a lot of times it you know it doesn't it doesn't go past co-worker or facebook or whatever like you know to in person and sometimes even if it does get to in person like i don't i realize i don't like you you know what i'm saying like it just it's a back and forth so but i'm open to it it just you know it doesn't really happen so i think i think for me it was kind of like i don't know i think i just it was just kind of like we were just in situations like you know like with for yeah, white work, friends um well i have white friends at work a lot of my close like my close knit friends are black right 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 so my a lot of my white friends were at work i still they still didn't know the whole there was still a side of me that right. they didn't you know hold back. i hold back and i don't you know i didn't never know if that was just if you just listening to things now and code switching and people and you know white people go to work and they're themselves and i'm thinking like i wonder if it's just because I smoke weed, you know. That's what I'm Some saying. Some of my like boyfriends, you, you know, weren't right. always. Yeah, <laughs> like you right want to know that they are not going right. to judge you. Yeah. So it was like uh, I would not share a lot of my stuff. Right. I didn't, you know, I didn't ever think of that as being white or black. I just thought that's what you do when you go to work. You don't tell everybody. I mean, your business. It, it is true, but you know, do what I you mean? have? Do you do you hold back with? Any of your black co-workers? Some. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just gotta kind of got to fill it out. Fill it out. Some mm-hmm. I do. Some, I mean, there's there are going to be some that aren't going to know everything about me or what I'm doing. And there are going to be some that might, you know, we, I have met a couple that we have actually hung out outside of work. 
Mm-hmm. So, and I've met a, a couple of white um, co-workers that we ended up hanging out and, you know, I might go over to their house or go to a wedding or something mm-hmm. because we, because it, again, it be, it was an organic yeah, friendship. Yeah, it feels comfortable. Right, it does. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm saying that to say I think it's just, I don't know. Do we all go I mean, that? I, I mean, what do you feel is more... I, feel I mean, like, I know I don't experience. There ain't nothing I ain't never experienced. No racism at work. I've seen it. I've yeah witnessed. I, you can tell who is and who's mm-hmm. not. But no. But and, and white people don't experience racism. Let me say that. But prejudice. I've never experienced something like because most black people when you work with them, they're like trying to fly <laughs> fly below the radar. Right. They don't want no <laughs> problems. They just really want to be left alone. And I think for me, it's just a lot of times if you just just yourself, and you know they like you. Cool, you you're cool. Not, yes. You're not out here, you doing, know, caring, trying to start yes. some shit or looking. You know, I think you know a lot of. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, most of most of the coworkers that turn into friends for me are usually black women, and I have some you know some really good. Um, old they we used to work together we're, years you know, ago years ago and we're still close to this day um we're not the we don't feel the need to you know be on the phone and this that or third we probably see each other two or three times a year but it's always you know we fall right back in to yeah. you know just we're good girlfriends at this point and we have a good time we catch up and you know we show up to each other's events and birthdays and family passings and things like that so which is absolutely perfect for me because i'm telling you i couldn't i couldn't do i couldn't have a friendship that required a A lot lot of of me and you know i got some friends that kind of go through that too where and i don't think i could either because i am so i'm so used to being by myself Mm -hmm. that you know i don't require a lot of attention right you know, and I don't, I'm not one of the people, I'm not going to blow you up. You know, you right. got friends that'll blow you up, call you back to back. Yes. You're like, bitch, what do you want? Oh, I was just mm-hmm. telling you. And you're like, I cannot. Is it an emergency? Yes. <laughs> so I understand that part. You know, I understand mm-hmm. all of that. But for the most part of it, it's just kind of like I'm to myself. I don't really expect a lot. But I expect, I guess, because. I'm not that person. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, you know, if I'm reaching out or you reaching out, then right. it should be a mutual. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I used to have those friends. A mutual level of effort is the right. biggest part of it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, though. Okay, so we have different friend groups, you know, different areas, different types. Do you and your friends ever talk about race or race relationships or um any issues that you've had or is it no to be honest i mean i don't know if they think about it like that like i think it depends on how we met if we met in something like how we met you know Mm -hmm. with our with with the the um, the the justice group that the activist group. the activist group if you weren't a part of something like that we probably are not talking about race and I don't know why do you not feel I mean okay even if it's 
not just a white person like an, your black friend. You yeah, don't. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't. And again, I don't know why. It, it, if I there's mean, something guess... specific coming going on in the world or something like that, we you know may have a discussion about it. But there's no real talk about you know if they've dealt with racism or or things like that. Like sometimes I feel like the stories that they tell me, I can see the racism in it but they may not necessarily feel like it was a racist situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my friends had to, in order to become a manager, she had to go get her bachelor's degree and okay, that's fine. But she went ahead and got her master's degree just to kind of solidify, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And to me, I felt like that was something she had to do because she was black because even though she got her bachelor's, I feel like there there may have been some other, something else that they were going to try to come up with. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, well, bitch, I got my master's now. Now what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. try to deny, you know, my management skills now. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. But we've never talked about it. It's just a thought in my it's own head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, we don't really, uh, not really outside of you know, any type of. And I guess when I think about it, me and my friends don't either. Like, you know, even like when I was growing up, the experiences were there. And like you said, if it was something that went down, mm-hmm. it was talked about or, bitch, let me tell you what this. Right, right. <laughs> what happened to me today and about this racist, you know, that kind of conversation, but not like a conversation that we're having, like right, we're yeah. just trying mm-hmm. to kind of figure out what is going on. And... I think in all fairness, I think just because I think part of it was just, I didn't really, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's there's like, really what do you no, think about it? There's really no, no real reason or justification. We just have it. And I think with some of my white friends, they don't, it's not really discussed because it's very clear. I just yeah. in, I'm I am not afraid to to speak up about it. So it's not necessarily like I got to have a conversation. If there's a situation, I'm going to say something. So that is, is kind of you know. But I've had a lot of, you know, white friends that will ask me questions because, you know, they're wanting. They to feel know, like you know. They more feel about... like I. They feel comfortable. Oh. I think they don't have black friends. Oh, so okay. if there's things maybe going on, they'll ask me different, you know, questions that maybe they're not sure of that they don't feel comfortable. Yeah, you know, like even when, I remember um, being at one job and some song I can't remember what song it was came out and there was something in the song like a, um, you know, a slang term that they wanted to know and oh, so they. they you know <laughs> they come and ask what me what does that mean what does that mean I tell them or they'll, something goes on, they'll ask me questions, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, do, you know, how, you know, how is it? I've had some, because they're like, That's crazy. they don't feel comfortable asking you know? black women or black or, or having conversations with black women. So I wonder if, no, I was, <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if there's a situation that uh, black people could create to where they're more comfortable asking, but no. no. Well, I don't even think it's more, com- I don't think it's that because no, 
Absolutely not. Mm -mm, I think it's what I said is like a lot of times you don't even think of co-mingling until you're forced in the situation. Right. Yeah. You know, whether it's by an organization, a club, maybe you're playing uh, softball, co-eds, you know, different things like that where now you're in, you know, situations where you're forced to have a relationship mm-hmm. and then as you, that's how the shit gets de- developed organically yeah because you you can't expect you know i think it's a double-edged sword because it's like you know you hear especially on tiktok you know and i totally understand black i'm like we tired of we we're not going to fucking teach you we've been telling yeah, this shit y'all no. motherfuckers aren't listening to learn go this do thing. this go do this yeah. go do this and it's, then it's like like you said, like how productive of a conversation <laughs> would that conversation be amongst amongst white, people, white people who are yeah. just trying to figure and navigate some shit who don't necessarily feel comfortable. So it's like, what you know, what do you do if you really do want to get to know a person, and not even just a, a black person, a person of another race, another culture? Because I think unless we're forced, right, yeah, in that situation. To, for the you know authenticity to be there yeah to for it to organically develop how does it really happen i mean i honestly i think you probably have to go seek it out and just you don't necessarily have to go in with a bunch of questions just be in it be, and be yourself and be yourself and be in there and i think that's a lot don't of- go to mexico and complain that there's no english speakers you need to learn their like some of their language. I mean, or accept that, yeah, you may not, yeah, you're going to have to try to figure some shit out on your own. Like, I see Absolutely. that so much. People going to China and mad that, you know, nobody speaks English. Like, that is some entitled bullshit. bullshit. So, like, yeah, you're going to have to go immerse yourself in some other cultures and just sit and people watch and listen and pay attention and just be there and see how they interact. And but don't come in, you know, with your any list of questions because ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I feel like there's too much. You might need to change your algorithm, maybe, if you're not getting the same videos that we get. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Not help, but not learn. Something. That's what I'm saying. You might need to, you know, but maybe... you know, someone can tell you stuff all day long, but it's different organically being in a relationship with someone and the okay but you can start them, you gotta start you, you somewhere do, you're right you do have to start you can start looking at yes you know and if there is something you like to do then just go do it and right. not go do it with the in the intention right of learning about but this more other... of because you like this and if you meet someone yes along the way then yeah. let that shit ride right <laughs> basically and, and develop from there yeah i think that's one of the biggest problems with you know inquisitive white people is that it's so invasive and just there there's no i don't know what it is there's no spatial boundaries they you know i don't What's the yeah. what's the deal with y'all and the spatial boundaries kim oh, like, no, i don't like that like being in your like in your Well, not even just your physical space, but like in my mental space, like, don't ask me 
I don't don't I I don't know. I There's... don't know. I think they're just that's just the entitledness and the nosiness and just the entitled of thinking that they should they have the right to know and and also and you need to be the one to tell well, me. and not even that the entitlement of you're beneath me i'm better than you so if i'm speaking or asking you something you need to answer you need that to shit. be answering get the fuck out of here so <sighs> i can't speak for them i can't speak for the karens and all of that shit i can't talk I mean, on that but i mean i think it just is what it is. I mean, you know, what can you, I don't know. But, yeah, so a lot of my friendships are, they tend to be with black women. Just because, I don't know, maybe it's a Texas thing. I don't know. Mm. Because So have you had any, like, Hispanic friendships or? As an adult, um, no. And again, I don't know why. But at, when I was younger, yes, I had two very good, my, my two best friends were Hispanic. And, I mean, I went through that phase of, like, I was I was Mexican. <laughs> you identified? I, I identified. <laughs> like, they were my people. Their family, like, I, they were amazing. I, and, you know, I did, too, when I was growing up. You know, I, I had... Hispanic friends. I had a lot of different mm-hmm. of nationalities, especially when I was growing up. And, and moving down here, too. I had, um, when I first moved down here, I had, that's how I learned how to make real enchilada sauce. Really? Yes, girl. I will Damn. never eat that canned bullshit ever again in my life. Shut up. I got frozen shit in my freezer right now. The green now. sauce? No. Or the, the red actual sauce? red, made from chili, from peppers. Ooh. But yeah, I mean... I think I'm I'm open to all nationalities of friends. I think I am too. People just you know I look mean, so I I get yeah. a lot of that. You know, the, I got a natch uh, the resting bitch that face. resting bitch I face. Do have that. I've <laughs> always had that. But see, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that resting bitch face is a deteriorate. You know, it deteriorates a, a lot defense of mechanism. it is <laughs> yeah. because it's don't fuck with me don't come talk to me don't do this and i think a lot of times that's what it gives off it does and that's not mine though mine is i really be in deep thought about shit and i just look like you know don't bother me like i'm and it's not even necessarily don't bother me it's just i'm just thinking about shit so you know you can i'm not angry or anything i'm just I have to make it intentional to put a little smile on my face. Yes, absolutely. Like, I'll get out the car pumping gas and I'll be like, smile. Like, I have to look (laughs) in the mirror. Smile, bitch. Just a little bit. Put a little crack. Because otherwise you look mean. I look like, you know. I get irritated, though, when people tell me to smile. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's usually men. Men. Smile, it ain't that bad. Look how pretty your smile is. (laughs) Look how. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Can I flip you off with this smile on my face? Is, is that still pretty? <laughs> like, get out of my Pay face. For my gas Leave, me right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Right. Leave me alone. I don't want to smile. <laughs> but yeah, it takes, you know, I just be in deep thought. So yeah, I think I, I my my resting bitch face, you know, pushes a lot of people away. And that's okay too. It is. Because I feel like if you really want to know me, you're going to put, you're going to look past that resting bitch face. 
Yeah. Like you may come just ask me a question just to see. And you'll notice that I actually, I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> I am smiling on the inside. See, and I've so. always been pretty shy, like quiet. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to me, it's like. Yeah, like, we're the best of friends. Best like, of we friends. can talk like, about you it. Never, we have a like, whole conversation. Yes. <laughs> I may sit back and I'm going to observe and I'm going to peep out the room and the right. see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, you can definitely come talk. Like I truly enjoy talking to people um, about various things, but I also realize that I have to go rest afterwards. Oh, damn. I'm telling you. It's exhausting for you? Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> It is, and I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that's, is that so normal? So, like that day we talked for like four damn hours, girl, what the hell? You had to go recuperate for. <laughs> like, no, because, okay, so like our conversations are so calm. They're actually calming to me because we talk about so many different things. Yeah. Like all the shit all that, that I'll that be thinking shit. about. Yes, all the things <laughs> that I have this resting bitch face and I'm having deep thoughts about, we actually talk about them. <laughs> So it's like, whew, all right, like, I, <laughs> I'm calm. We bounced around. So right. <laughs> but, like, if I'm talking to somebody and we're mainly talking about shit that I don't give a damn about, gotcha. it's just like, bruh, shut up. Like, what are we talking about? Like, the most, I don't care. So that shit is exhausting. I don't know what those topics are that I just truly don't. Like, if you're talking to me about any type of sports, bruh. I don't care. Not even a little bit. If you're talking to me about, like, I, I'll give you a few minutes to, to talk about some music, who got a new album out or some shit. You got a good couple minutes. After that, I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> well, what do you like to talk about? Because... Listen, you could talk to me about some money-making tactics. That part. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what's the good investments? You can talk to me about some real estate. You could talk to me about travel. It's all I, there's a variety of things it's that you can talk a, to me about. You, you you're tuning out after certain conversations. After, yeah, there's certain things that I I just you know I don't don't talk to me about no astrology. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things that people really really love. I'm just not at all interested. But see, then would you even really be? Is that somebody you would really even be friends with? Because no. you don't really have. No, all, all that in common. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I wouldn't, but I will. I'm, and I don't know if this is a lack of boundaries that I set, but I will sit and talk to you about it because that's what you're interested in. You know what I'm saying? Instead of I will cut that conversation see, <laughs> short in the most polite way. See, I have an issue. I'm working on it. Trust uh, me, I'm working no, on I these will, boundaries because I'm like you. My time is valuable, right? And I'll let you talk to a certain point, but at the moment. I'm at this point. I'm looking for a exit, a exit, an <laughs> opt out. And soon as I, soon as you reach that point, I'm opting out. <laughs> but that's boundaries because I'm it not going to let you sit there and waste and, my and time. waste my time yeah. for thirty or forty five minutes when I am totally not interested in anything you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that. I, and I had a couple friends that all they would do was talk about their horrible. Um, boyfriend or their horrible man and that how gets do you old handle too. that because me and one of my friends were talking about that like you know you you have a friend that let's say they're in a toxic repetitive cycle with the same man mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to doesn't have to be a husband or nothing 
at this point in my life, it's like, how do you, how do you remain a good friend? Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, you're like, bitch, I'm tired of hearing about this shit. Do something about it or, or shut, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, maybe some friends you can kind of say that to, but they're like, bitch, shut up and keep talking. Right, right. Or, you know, but it's like, I truly for me, it's kind of like, too. I mean, I guess you have to let your friends vent, but at some point it's like. Enough is enough. Enough. Or when do you feel like maybe you're on a different level than your friends? Because sometimes I've kind of came into that too, where you start growing. Yeah. The, it fades you, away if, to me for me it the, fades the, away because now those conversations that we were having about you know reality shows or mm-hmm. the gossip in the streets or this girl or that girl or or you and the toxic that doesn't interest me no more right so it's like mm-hmm. i love you we're still friends but how do you how do you navigate you know I is mean, that when you come compartmentalize your friend groups you know yes for sure I can, you're not a friend i can talk to on a regular basis because our conversations are different absolutely like the, they get shorter and short for me they get shorter and shorter um and then they start to get few and far between and they just kind of you know fade to the background because i've noticed that too like it's more especially when you get into you know entrepreneurism Mm-hmm. your mindset's different. Mm-hmm. So you have to feed yourself the different different things than you do just working a nine-to-five. Right. And you, that's when your friends, you start noticing that your friends, the interest isn't there. You know, you're kind of looking at them side-eyed because you're like, are we talking about this petty shit? Right. You know, and I've noticed that even now with, you know, going through and doing podcasts and doing it's like now you kind of just get because my conversation is different. Mm-hmm. You're moving in different directions. So it's just, you know. I mean, yeah. For me, it just, they, the, I like, I don't respond the way I used to. And they, eventually they'll catch a hint. Because I'm not giving you that same energy yeah. that I would give. Like, I'll, you know, in the beginning, you're giving advice. You're, you know, you're supportive. You're this and you're that. And it gets to the point to where it's like, I don't know, girl. Well, let me get off this phone. Right, right. Let me me go in here and cook something. Like, you start, yeah. Girl, I don't know. Mm, I don't know what you're going to do. That's crazy. Like, you start giving them little lame-ass, you know, responses. And so, they either going to catch a hint or I don't know. I know for me, though, I think the biggest thing for me is that, you know, 2020 came and it, revealed a lot of stuff within my social media friends with oh. my co-worker slash old friend you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it just got to the point now where it's just kind of like you know I don't know I don't know how to explain it it's just like my friendships are very different right they're it, it's all matched on effort it's yeah interest it's just you know there's some that i will always be friends but i might not talk to you for 10 years you know then you got some it's just i I think 2020 revealed for me was that i you know i never we i don't i don't think any of my friends really even talked about politics 
And so when 2020, everything going on with 2020 and, you know, the politics and everything that, that was, was going big, on. Big division, a big it, it was. awakening and a divide. Yeah. It was, a, it was a divide because there was such strong personalities in these politicians mm. that it meant Good something. Good way of putting it. You know, it, it actually meant something. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it wasn't... came down to where you almost, you you had to pick a side and it wasn't a, silence was no more an option. Right. So and there you, was no blurred yeah, lines. Like wasn't. there was, you know, it just was like very clear and cut. And it was just like, mm. And I think that changed, it changed, that changed some of the dynamics of my friendships or not, I won't even say the friendship, just of the way I saw certain people. Right. Right, right. You know, because for me, it wasn't necessarily your your um, immediate circle. Well, that and like it wasn't the way how you okay, it wasn't Democrat, Republican, whatever. It wasn't your you know, it was your, the, your actual candidate <laughs> that yeah. you you know that you stood by. Like that was that was it for me. Like I was just like, wow. Like, and I would ask questions like, how. Like, do you have a problem with this or are you okay with that? And to me, that made, like, I I can't look at you the same. Like, I felt differently. It was just like. Very much so. Mm. So then, like, even during that time, did, do you feel like, did you and your friends have conversations or were you still only having those type of racial conversations with certain friends? Like, is and that, the thing is, it wasn't I mean? necessarily like a race conversation. It was like a, a moral conversation. Moral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, you're okay with this type of language or this type of treatment of people or this type of whatever it was. It wasn't necessarily even about like race. It was just, I don't know. I can't like, I, I don't know. And it's so crazy because it's like, you see it and it's like you would think those would be some conversations that would come up because you are you are friends and right you know but it's like i wonder why we don't really i can understand it being uncomfortable maybe black and white friends if you're not in that setting mhm but like amongst i don't know i guess it just that ain't something you should you really want to talk about. I mean, about. that well, they, they always <laughs> say, you know, you don't talk about what politics and religion, you know, at, at the dinner table. And I guess you probably want to add money in there, too, because people get offended when you start talking about, you know, money, money, whatever, for whatever well, reason. That is why they tell you not to talk about that shit at work. Oh, and you yes. still find yourself in those <laughs> those political and it's always somebody offended. And somebody gets offended. <laughs> so I can see that. I mean, I think friendships, um, you know. I, I cherish very, all my friendships. I, I really do. It's, However long they last, because they, you know, season a reason in a lifetime, you know. But I cherish true. them all in that moment. I learned something. From every last from one every of them. every single one of them. Yeah. True. You know, I don't know. And sometimes you realize you just were friends because you had like-minded um, interests at that time. Right. And that's what connected you. And once that 
interest faded or someone moved on. Right. Kind of so does the friendship in a sense, you know, and then you just, it is, I mean, you know, I think, you know, this is definitely something, you know, if we're going to be looking for ways to bridge the gap, then you know you got to get out of your comfort zone and go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to try something new that I've always wanted to do, whether it's, you know, something of just another culture or not. Right. You know? Yeah. And get involved and, you know. I don't think... Um... Make new friends. You know, one thing, um, when I moved from Kansas City to Texas, I really had to be open to finding new friends and meeting new people. And I've learned that, especially when you're leveling up mm-hmm. and your mindset changes and, you know, you're trying to do different things in life, you kind of got to let some of your old friends you know, I mean, I think the relationship will, you know, sometimes it's inevitable that it's going to change because your interests are not the same. No. Um, you know, and if it is, is, is when you have these new interests, you trying are trying to get to the next level, trying to get to the next level, you are going to need some, you know, you're going to find some other people that have those same interests. And, you know, sometimes you will get to a point, I know I definitely have gotten to a point with some of my long-term friendships that really all we have in common is our history. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they kind of get stuck. And we get stuck holding on to that history. And sometimes that history isn't always good for us. It's not. Like, you know, some, some, some people, especially ones, you know, from our hometowns who never leave and aren't trying to leave or really do anything. Or trying to expand their mind. Yeah. They just kind of get stuck in that same, you know, mindset. And I'm constantly trying to learn some new stuff. So yeah, I tend to, I realize that, some of them, yeah, all we have is is our history. Every time we get on the phone, we talk, remember when we used to, <laughs> <laughs> remember when we was doing da-da-da-da-da, okay. And all that yeah. is great. It's fun to reminisce, reminisce, but now what? What are we doing today? Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes it's gonna, they're going to fade away. And, you know, we don't even have to end on bad terms, but they just kind of, they kind of fade. Yeah. And, you know. So we do have to be open to, you know, some some, some new go, ones to letting go. Finding and, new, open to just different possibilities and, you know, accepting different types of people. Even, you know, just be open. That's just it. Just be open. I know I am. As, as much as people drain me, I'm always... <laughs> I'm willing to be drained a little bit, you know, for some for some new people. I'm always open to meeting new people, especially um, if they're positive, especially if you can oh, you feel their be. positive energy. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes, especially when you're on, you feel like you're on this road, whatever that road may be that God is calling you on. Sometimes you got to be open, like, okay, God, you put this person in right. my path for whatever reason, you know. Right. So you do. You have to be really open to your friends. I think, you know, you got to have some discernment too. Absolutely. You got to have open mind, discernment. You just gotta. Sometimes you know, it ain't the Lord putting that person in your in your path, or He's putting you there, putting that person there for test a test. <laughs> so, you know, 
They got, you you got to have some Are you going to set those boundaries okay. this time? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord, I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm getting there. Well, but, I can um, say, you know, just I think, honestly, though, having friends of different culture is just really, really kind of enriches your life all the way around oh, the table. Yes. And so Absolutely. if you have the opportunity, you know, in an organic situation. Right. Don't force it. Don't force it. But if you have the opportunity to get to know someone of another race, you know, nationality. nationality yeah. Do it because you know you never know that could be the best friend that you've ever had. Right. You know you just leave never your know. hometown, go somewhere else, another state, another country. Do it something. definitely forces you to get out your comfort zone and meet new people. Absolutely. So on that note, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our random sometimes rants in the middle we just be rambling (laughs) (laughs) but we appreciate your time we know it's very valuable about your friends you have you know and follow us follow us on tiktok instagram facebook i don't know whatever subscribe if you haven't already give us some feedback let us know are you looking for new friends are you open to you know some new experiences Let us know how you feel. But until next time, have a good night. Bye.